This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome to this edition of Rockcast, the podcast that explores the intersection of technology, ministry, and community with Rock RMS. I'm Emily Foreman, and with me today are John Edmiston and Nick Erdo. All right, we are going to kick off our discussion, as always, by getting an update on where we are with our Rock version releases. And there are a lot of moving parts on this right now, aren't there, Nick? There are, yeah. There has been a lot of activities. Uh, some of it is was queued up a year ago. I'll get to that in a second, but let me just start with the latest. So okay. 16.0 is already out. We've we've talked about that. 15.2, which has pretty much all of the bug fixes that were in 16.0 are in 16.2. That's coming out today as the, of the day of this recording. And then 16.1 will be up next. So it will start alpha testing and beta testing um, along with version 15.3. So there will be a 15.3 that will come out shortly after or right before 16.1. Those two are kind of paired up. They have a lot of uh, bug fixes for event registration. And it's pretty much targeted toward that event registration bug fixes. And then we have some older news. Uh, 14.3, which went early access last year, is mm-hmm. now general release. General release. So okay. all the 14.0s. But... Don't stay on 14.0. No. Go, go all the way to 14.3. And uh, anybody who's been waiting for that to hit general release, you are good to go. And then last but not least, end of life. If you are somehow still on version 12, not at all recommended. That's end of life. It's no longer supported. We're not putting security patches or anything. So you want to move forward, preferably all the way up to 14.0. At 14.3. 14.3, right. And we've been talking about this for a while. We can't maintain versions going back in history indefinitely. So make sure you're on the V13 train at least. And I'm sorry, I think you meant 16. 16. Go from 12 to 16. Yeah. Well, why, <laughs> would you, why would you stop at 14? That's Just like, get on the early access program and well, keep no, going. I, I would say 14. In my mind, that's kind of legacy. You're you're like so far back. You are missing quite a bit. That there's so many features and and and. Even bug fixes. Can I get like, an amen? Yeah, yes. Like, of course, for sure. That is stay stay current. Yes, stay current. And so that might mean taking another look at the early access program, which is a donation-based program for those that are donating at the recommended level to be able to have the earliest access to features as they're released. That also helps make sure that Spark is funded in a way that we can continue building these features. Um, so it's a win-win for everyone. And if you haven't had a chance to get on that program before, go back and take a look at it. Now we're we're considering next year's budgets. It's a great time to review that. We do have a step-down grant program available if that's something that you need help with uh, moving slowly toward the uh, the early access goal for your organization. So reach out and let us know if you need help evaluating that. But absolutely stay current with the latest versions because there's so much incredible work that's available to you 
if you're just missing out. Yeah. And, and lastly, regarding that, if you went to 14.3 only and you happen to find a rare bug that impacts mm. your particular situation, it's not going to get fixed in 14. Or there isn't going to really be a 14.4. That's only for security concerns. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of risky to be out way back in that uh, older Software. Well, if you look at the rock community in general, the, the pack has moved yeah. past 14. Yeah. So yeah. you want to be in the... With the pack. You want to be with the pack. <laughs> For sure. All right. So, uh, John, let's talk a little bit about what we're working on now. It seems like, again, we have a lot of uh, moving parts in this area, but we could maybe highlight a couple of things. Yeah. So we're in an interesting point because we're starting 17. So we have some features are already in development for 17. Um, many features are on the drawing board for 17. So trying to get time to get the mockups and, and things uh, completed. Uh, one of the biggest things that's currently in the design uh, stage is the new email wizard. And so, um, you know, a lot of like the, the, a lot of the polish of the current stuff is done, but trying to figure out how does personalization, how do we make personalization super easy within that tool is still, is still a little in the, in the mixing, you know, trying to figure that out. And especially when we look at things like adaptive messaging. So it allows mm -hmm. you to create a single message, but have it adapt to certain uh, segments that you might have. How do you make that like ridiculously easy for um, someone in the in the wizard just to say, hey, I want to pull over this message and uh, on send, you just figure out what's the right exact message to send for this particular person. Pretty easy to, to technical to technically do it, but to make a user experience around that mm -hmm. is a little bit is a little bit difficult. Um, but while we do that, we are um, heavily investing in just going to our backlog of of issues in GitHub. So I think we started uh, probably three weeks ago, four weeks ago at about 198 and we're down in the 70s. So that's a huge, huge uh, effort. Um, a lot of those issues are, are very old. Mm -hmm. And so we've been going through and kind of grooming that. So we have a metric now too that tells us the average um, number of days that are, all of our issues are. So, you know, I think we started in the 600 days and we're much, much lower uh, today. Um, but I think, you know, as we look through that, it causes us to have to, um, look at our process too and determine like, well, how, how do we, um, classify certain mm. issues? Some of these issues, not many, but some of them are, are literally code that we don't control. So it's like a component or some other piece of code that we bring into our development environment, um, and so, you know, if there's a bug in that, what do we do? And especially if they're not planning to fix it, some of them are not even bugs in the other components. It's just, they're just architectural, it's just mm. the way it was built. It's not meant to have that feature. So our choice is like, you know, keep it open or close it, you know, cause there's nothing we can do. So right. we close it with a note. Now, many of these are in components that we do plan to replace, you know, in the near future when, you know, I can't tell you what near future is because I, you know, my, I hope it's, you know, next year, but it could be even further out because our, our roadmap and our, our time is, is really mm -hmm. at the, at the mercy of the community. Um, so, but we're, we're closing those. Um, there's a few that, you know, are debatable whether they're issues or that, I mean, it wasn't really meant to do that, but, and so we're trying to lean into that. Um, some of them are so old that, you know, they're actually fixed. Mm. And that's why it's important 
to be on the, the later versions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in those cases, you know, we close those, but we always try to say, hey, if you can reproduce it and then in the newer version, we can't in the newer version. And we, and we think, you know, we can usually point to like a commit that we think did fix it. Um, but a lot of those older, you know, issues, the people who reported them are no longer in the community. Um, GitHub has, you know, removed some of the images that, that were there for us. So we don't even <laughs> have those to look at. Um, so we're really just going through that grooming process, um, bringing down that issue count, but also putting in together processes so that um, we can be a little bit more responsive uh, to questions that get ans- asked in there. And uh, then make sure that we don't go back to 200. Mm-hmm. You know, my message to the team is like, if we get back to 200 again, like that's a failure. Like we don't want to do that. We've been keeping it at about 200, which tells me that we can sustain a number. It's just now we need to get it down and then sustain. Mm-hmm. Now, what we don't want to happen <laughs> is we don't want ha- people now to turn in like every ticky tacky, like, because <laughs> let's, let's help them get back to 200. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Now, now you're really paying a lot of attention here. I'm just going to throw all my stuff into here. It's like that would not be helpful. Like, um, honestly, there are a decent amount of issues that aren't issues. Mm-hmm. It's one person either on an old version or one person doing it wrong, or one person having a bad theme that's not a core theme, it's just a, it's not our theme. Um, and there's some that just plain aren't, like, we don't even know what you're talking about. Um, these aren't a majority, so, but they do take up a lot of our time. And so what I would say, too, is uh, two things. One is, in, if, if this issue is a pain to you, which I'm assuming it is because you're turning it in, like, put a little bit of extra time into the description of it man, you just will increase the likelihood of that issue being fixed quickly if we know what you're talking about, if it's well doc- well documented. Some people in the community do an excellent job of that. Like you read their issue, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so helpful. And it removes a lot of the stress too because you're like, I know what you're exactly you're talking about. And it, and it just launches us into a trajectory where it's almost half to fix mm-hmm. just by understanding it. And then there are others It's like, I don't even know what page you're on. I don't know what feature you're talking about. Um, vocabulary is very important. Sometimes we use slightly wrong vocabulary, but it actually points us to a different feature, especially around groups. There's so many things in groups, group schedule, like which one, like which type RSVP, uh, group scheduling, um, the new signups, the new signups has been kind of confusing because it's not like people are scheduling people in their minds. They're scheduling people for Mm. those. It's like, yeah, they're signing up, but you're using the word scheduling, which tends to push us to a different feature mm-hmm. and if there's no picture yeah then you know it's often sometimes 20 minutes later they're like oh now i know what you're talking about um and that's highly stressful um so i think just a little bit of extra time there is helpful mm-hmm. second point is do the same thing with your ideas um if these ideas are important to you then man take a few extra minutes to really explain the why because um, sometimes you know, you, if you don't share the context, we're not even sure of the why. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I understand even sometimes what you're asking for, but I don't understand why it's important. And why is that important? Because that helps us understand the priority. It helps us even understand maybe what you're asking for is not really what you want. Like you want actually this feature. Um, but if someone just says paint the roof blue, it's like, okay, why are we doing this? Because there might be a better reason not to paint the roof blue. Mm-hmm. And if, the worst thing you can have is is a product team that just does exactly what every single person <laughs> who uses a product does. You'll have a mess of a product. Um, so, uh, the but the bug thing, 
is something that we're really focusing on trying to get that down. Um, and you know, if, and I think you do to help is like, you can jump in and help, you know, clarify, uh, bugs that are in there, um, or provide additional context. There's some people again, in the community who just go above and beyond and work with our team to help. We'll provide SQL scripts for them to help us, um, identify you know, the issues. Cause some of them are like, well, I get it. We don't have, we have no idea how that's happening. And so we need to kind of like do some triage and some exploratory surgery and many in the community are so helpful in helping us do that. Um, so that's really great. On top of all that, <laughs> we are working on some other features that, um, are more of our next gen platform. So, um, so we're starting the process of getting our next gen check-in, um, initiative going. So, um, several large churches have stepped up to kind of help provide some additional funding, uh, for, for rewriting check-in. Um, we're not hundred percent there yet, but in, in terms of funding, but we're going, we're moving ahead with the work on the feature. Cause we feel like, well, we, there's enough there to start. And we feel like there are a few churches who are still considering, um, donating. So it's, it feels safe to start. And that's a big one because, you know, check-in is a, is, is one of the first features ever written. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super important. Like it's one of the features that every church uses, you know, I don't, I can't think of a church running rock that doesn't use check-in. I'm sure there's one, but um, <laughs> I don't know of one. Uh, and it needs, you know, hasn't really been refreshed um, or re- re- rethought of in a long time. It's probably one of the most unperformant features too. Like what it does, Ben, it seems it's a lot of data shifting and loading for every single step, you know, a lot. Like you'd be surprised at how much data is shifting back there. And so we're, we're really interested and excited to be able to have another chance to um, redesign that, make it much, much more efficient. I think, you know, definitely your, your, your server will notice the difference when we get to the new one. But we also want to ideate and say, hey, check, maybe the whole concept of check-in has changed. Mm-hmm. And how do we provide new experiences um, to, for churches? That said, you know, we won't be moving everybody's cheese you know, we, the, the first step in this whole project is to re-document uh, every single feature, micro feature. Uh, and of course, it's in the documentation, but we need to technically document it again and say, what does this really mean? And how does this feature work? So that we make sure that we don't necessarily break that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there will be some breaks as we, you know, go through a whole system. It, this one being so complex, it would be almost impossible. Some of those breaks are, may even be intentional. It's like there's small things that actually don't work the way I think most people would assume they do. And we want to take the opportunity to kind of polish that. Um, but I think it's also difficult because we're now at a stage in the product too where we're having to look at, okay, well, we, when we started this, there's like maybe a dozen churches using this. Now there's like many hundreds of churches using this. And, we, and, and you know, hopefully sometime soon there's, you know, there's, there's thousands of churches using this. So we have to simplify things too. And I think that's what's really hard as we look at at the product is like, how do we simplify this so it, it's more accessible? It's one of our core values. At the same time, we don't take away features that churches need. Because um, I think that is the special um, position in, in the in the space that, that Rock really does well. Is like, you can have it your way. It's kind of like Burger King. <laughs> but... Hopefully it tastes better. Um, I don't know about that comparison. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is their, sl- their slogan, have it your way. But at the same time, we don't want that to be at the expense of many churches not having a way because they can't 
um, they can't feel like it's accessible. The flip side, there's other products that are overly simplistic. I was looking at one product and they had the idea that they have the concept of, you know, you can put additional fields on a person. Well, I think it has eight field types <laughs> and it's like, whoa, <laughs> that seems really limiting. Like how, how do you fit into the eight field types? You know, like yes, no date text. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, Oh cool. Like I, I can see like how that hits 80% of what you need, but like that last 20% is like, it's not happening. Um, and so we don't want to get to that side either. Um, and so that there's a lot of thought that needs to go into how do we make this like super, super simple. And it's a deep, deep pit because it goes into like <laughs> printing, it goes into labels, it goes into configuration, it goes into all kinds of stuff. And, and perhaps there's some features that we just need to rip out a check in too. But before we can even consider that, we have to like document it and we have to mm -hmm. do some surveys to make sure like, you know, is no one using this? There's a few features in check-in that shouldn't be there. And there's some new features that, you know, people have been asking for that we can't do in the current one. It's just, an, it's literally not technically possible. And so we need to address that. Um, so a lot of work going on there on top of all the other things, you know, there's still work being done on other next gen topics. Like we're heavily invested in, um, this, the V2 API that's coming along really well. And, and is nearly done. So hu huge things are happening. The problem is we have many huge things. Yes, and they're at various layers of strategic or tactical work that need to be done. It's a, it's a mountain that we're moving. Yeah, but I think going forward, one of the tensions that we're going to have to manage better, and that it's for all of us, the whole community, is I know we our church has a unique need, but it may it may be in conflict mm -hmm. with every other church or every other direction where this needs to go in terms of simplification and how we manage that is going to be difficult going forward. Um, if we want to be accessible, we're going to have to figure those things out. And it doesn't always mean it's a no. It just might mean that we need to do something different. And, <laughs> and just trying to think through that is, because um, I see the I can see the benefits of that simplification, but at the same time, we can't rob from what makes rock unique. Mm -hmm. um, and that of, oftentimes it's not A or B, it's trying to figure out what C, D, E, F, G is. And I think that's just gonna take some, some thought. Yeah, definitely a lot of critical um, thinking having to happen right now on so many different fronts. And for our listeners, there may be some that made a strategic choice at the conference to take a chip challenge coin and commit themselves to personal growth over the next year. And so there's some strategic thought that might need to go along with that too. And this is a great season for that, actually. Um, prepping for end of the year, budget changes, things that are going on on that front provides opportunities to stop and, and take a moment and make some decisions or determine what tactics are going to get you to your strategic goal. So we have a few things open right now to consider for those in the community if they're working toward their own personal growth or helping their internal teams grow as well. Because the holiday season gets really busy, this is kind of a, a high season for us to wrap up the last classes of the year. So if you're intending to take a rock class to further your learning or to help your team get signed up for some classes, we have some coming up right now. Um, so 
you'll want to make sure that you have access to, um, this is a virtual masterclass. We do typically one virtual masterclass a year. We're actually doing a second one because of demand this year. So that's getting ready to happen here very shortly. And we do have seats available there still. And we have a SQL and a finance class. So if any of those are on your radar, uh, this is the last opportunity this calendar year. Make sure you get signed up for those as soon as possible. Additionally, um, the uh, RX24 is coming up and it always comes around faster than you think it's going to. Uh, so don't delay in getting your ticket. You can still get your conference ticket for next year on your budget for this year, which might free up some funds next year for something else. So see if you can allocate that this year. Um, that's both the conference ticket and the hotel. We did open up the hotel rooms, so that link is available. And as always, we always say it, and it always happens, the hotel where our conference is located fills up. There will not be enough space for everyone. And every year we have people coming to us saying, can you help us find a room there? We didn't, we didn't get it done fast enough. So this is your opportunity to get ahead of that pack we were talking about and book your hotel room and your conference ticket with this year's budgets. Additionally, Spark is looking at what do we need to do to stay on top of where we're going and what we're doing. And, and the initiatives that we've undertaken are so broad. The scope of what Rock is doing is so complex and so unique. We need to make sure that we have the right funding goals in place. So we have been sharing with the community for the last month or so that we are increasing our early access recommended donation level uh, starting in January. Now, our goal here is to leave no churches behind, um, but it is to move the community toward a more sustainable uh, pace of rock investment and growth as far as funding goes. So if you have not yet had a chance to review that on your end for budget reasons, um, please make sure to do that. And don't forget to share that with us. So we track that so that we can know how to budget and allocate our resources internally. We do that through your commitment. You can update that on your community profile page, and we do ask that you review that commitment. We are uh, looking for a, a new commitment level of $4.10 per average weekend attendee per year. Um, and again, we're, we don't want to leave any church behind, so if there's any kind of conversation you need to have about budget seasons being different than calendar year or anything else, please reach out and let us know. That conversation is critical, and we'll work with you to help make that happen. So a lot of opportunities right now for reinvestment, for personal and strategic growth, and some really incredible things that we're working on here as well. And that's all going to come together for a pretty powerful 2024 inside the Rock community. Well, we thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen so you can get the latest and greatest every time that it comes out. Thanks for joining us, and we will catch up with you on the next podcast. This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock Partner Missional Marketing, an SEO and advertising services provider. Connect with Missional Marketing today at rockrms.com slash partners.